You are listening to Auckland Libraries on SoundCloud. Welcome to the Library Uncovered podcast. Kia ora koutou, ko ma gospel tēnei, and thanks for tuning in. In this series, I'll take you behind the scenes at Tamaki Pātaka Kōrero, the Auckland Central Library. We'll uncover a bit of the history of Auckland's public library, and meet some of the people who have worked in one of the city's most popular public buildings. If you thought working in a library was all about reading books and telling people to be quiet, then stay tuned. You may be in for a surprise. Tell me where the Auckland Public Library is. I have no idea. You have no idea? No. I like real books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Like, first thing I do when I get, like, a new book, I just smell it. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of weird, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, it is like... a little bit weird, but never mind. <laughs> in, in the past, I did use the library for study, but yeah. not now. Yeah. Is it a good place to study? Yeah. yeah. Depends. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, not after um, school hours. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it will be quite, quite noisy. Yeah, true. The way in which the library operates has of course changed dramatically since first opening its doors to the people of Auckland in 1880. Card catalogues and other paper-based systems have largely been replaced by computers, making finding material easier than ever. Or so you would think. In some ways, the task of the librarian has, in spite of this, grown in complexity with the library's customer base more diverse than ever, and information that is dispersed over a huge range of sources. Our main focus will be the present library building on Lawn Street, and how it has changed and adapted in the ongoing challenge to meet customer demand. To help me uncover this story, I talked to rare book specialist Georgia Prince, and local history specialist David Verin, both of whom spent many years in the stacks at the Central Library. Again, at openings, you know, we have had politicians at different times to library openings. Um, I mean, we had Helen Clark here when we launched the um, Library Treasures book. So it was just trying to show things that I thought she would be interested in or latch on to things, you know, whether to explain things or whether to leave people to just look and express, express their opinions. I mean, that's always the case with showing people treasures. Um, you don't really know what they're going to respond to. Working on the information desk, people are coming in, they say, oh, where's the New Zealand uh, department? They'd say, oh, upstairs on the left-hand side. And they'd, they'd go up there, and they'd come up, and there's, there's just flames coming out of a rubbish bin. And they'd come back down and say, there's a fire up there. Oh, it's there. Oh, it's <laughs> Jeff Chamberlain worked in the current building when it was brand new and saw some of the early impacts of changing technology on the work of the librarian. Yeah, really, it was totally paper-based, although they had a one of those Roldexes or whatever, mimeograph machines where you turn the handle and spat out um, um, newsletters in purple ink. Um, An early copy yeah, sort early of copies, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a little bit past the Stone Age, but not much. Joe Owen, Louise Linnell and Kay Lane worked on the front line witnessing changing fashions as the service headed into the millennium, including a proposed uniform for library staff. I remember the time we were... We were almost, I would say, threatened, but it was mooted that we were going to have to wear a uniform. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. Oh, and it was going to be navy blue. With the boats on it. What? I, I think it had boats on it, didn't it? Oh, the Auckland thing. Oh, yes. Oh, and oh, blouse. 
with a suity sort of jacket and navy blue. I mean, how off-putting for those truly hideous. Also, stay tuned for a special glimpse into the library's mysterious basement.